You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Wednesday, October 14th. The year is 2020. I'm your host, Will Hunter, joined by my absolutely a huge fan of Surprise Football Commits mm-hmm. co-host Matt Sheehan. Nothing's better. Nothing? Usually, oh, go well, ahead, go ahead. I'm you, sorry. You, you, why do you pause? Just talk. Uh, that, that, that pause was a little extra pregnant. I'm sorry. Uh, usually, pause. the surprise commits come from like, oh, that's cool. This random special teams guy from Australia. That's that's pretty yeah. neat. Or yeah. it's a guy like, oh, he's okay. Is that a scholarship player? No, okay. He's just a preferred walk-on. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank goodness. This one. Ah, this one got your uh, your eyebrows perked up a little bit here, doesn't it? It uh, it does. It's really strange. Michigan State lands a commitment from 2021 three-star safety A.J. Kirk out of uh, Archbishop Hoban in, in Ohio, which is a football power there. Uh, and it's really interesting and strange in a lot of ways. We'll talk about why oh, yeah. uh, here coming up in a little bit. We're also going to dive into the, the quarterback room map. Mm-hmm. We are going to talk about why Noah Kim is the answer for it. No, I'm 25 minutes on Kim, baby. Let's do it. Let's rock and roll. Woo! Yeah, we're going to do segments two and three on MSU's quarterback, the quarterback battle, what each guy brings to the table, what we want to see, what we think we're going to see, etc., etc. So that's the plan for today's show. Reminder to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcast. We do this every single day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Every day, five days a week. Yep. Another reminder, Spartans will, 1L and will, spartanswill.substack.com. Find the prop back contest, sign up. we got more than 200 people signed up. Bunch of great prizes uh, from Home Field Apparel, VideoGamesMonthly.com, Built Bar, uh, some friends of the show. we got koozies, we got MSU books. Uh, it's fantastic. couple gift cards as well. Really great like prize package worth like hundreds of dollars. Yeah, no, say. this is awesome. It's a good time. Prize pack worth hundreds of dollars um, for the prop back contest. Spartanswill.substack.com. All right, Matt, let's Bang. not waste any more time. Let's talk about AJ Kirk. Let's. Who's kicking this puppy off? Is it going to be you or is it going to be me over here? What side of the microphone uh, gets to well, off? Well, let me, let me do the skinny here real quick. Okay, take us to church. So, AJ Kirk... Three-star player uh, rated by 24-7 Sports as an 86, which is, you know, a solid three-star. His composite number is 85-35, but we don't have any composite rankings or state rankings, which is one of the strange things here. He's a safety, six foot, 200 pounds out of Archbishop Mm -hmm. Hoban in Columbus, Ohio, uh, a powerhouse school uh, in the state. Uh, does not have a section on his page where it shows all his offers, which is another strange thing. Yes. Uh, with this, but there Rivals are, does though. So shout out to Rivals. They, Rivals, they have the offer page. Yeah. And Rivals. So we'll get into this. Sure. Rivals sorry. has like six offers on there. Michigan State's not one of them. Oh, I. The page I'm looking at has eleven offers for him right now. Oh, okay. Oh, I, oh god! I, oh god! Con- conflicting reports like, from the pod. Oh god. <laughs> Oh no. Oh no. Well, okay. We're falling so apart he here. talked that to twenty four seven he talked to twenty four seven last year and uh reported more than twenty offers to them. Oh, um, that's okay, that's more than eleven still. All right. Yeah, so eleven offers. Oh here you go. Some this is no, I swear to god this is updated now. 
Gotcha. Okay. Because well, when I looked quick earlier, work. it was Kentucky, Michigan, Minnesota, Nebraska, Notre Dame, Penn State. That was it. Gotcha. And I, per, or, or I don't know if I said Ohio State, but Ohio State too. And then Purdue's been added. Florida's been added. Arizona State's been added. Twenty four seven says uh, said the Florida offer, and now it's on Rivals. So he was getting recruited to Florida State too. Uh, by Harlan Barnett, which makes sense, mm-hmm. uh, but never got that offer there. Michigan State's offer wasn't even reported anywhere, and yet they land the commitment out of nowhere. Uh, doesn't have a national ranking, positional ranking, or state ranking on rivals. Another sort of mystery here to untangle, but that is sort of the skinny on this. Michigan State lands a kid with a non-reported offer, an offer we didn't know existed, someone not on the radar, someone with a completely incomplete recruiting profile that has an offer sheet like a top 150 prospect in the country. That's where we're at, Matt. This is boggling for a lot of reasons. Uh, It's not like he plays at some like ragtag school down in Ohio. Like, I I don't know. This might be a bad example, but Brandon Wright, let's just call it. Like, I I, I think he was kind of under the radar because, well, he he wasn't really out there. A lot of people know Archbishop Hoban at this point. Mm -hmm. They've won four straight state titles before running into a tough quarterfinal game last year. Like, this is is a, a legitimate school and very clearly a legitimate prospect, as you just read off his offer sheet, that is headlined by OSU and, well, do the other schools matter? Not really. If you're offered by OSU, you're all world. He did just transfer to... Mm-hmm. Uh, Archbishop Hoban for his senior year from Dublin Coffin, another powerhouse. Yes. So the guy only knows successful football in high school. Like that, something's got to give there. And uh, his brother. Now we gotta scale back the calendar a little bit, a few decades. But his brother, Mike Doss, three-time All-American, mm-hmm. national champ for Ohio State. Now mm-hmm. I don't know if there's any coaches down there that have any connections to MSU anymore because again, it was 20 years ago. What would the odds of that be? Oh wait. Oh. Oh, one Mel Tucker was Doss's defensive back coach under the Mark D'Antonio defensive coordinator administration while winning the national title. So, yeah, all right. A little bit of family ties there. Mel Tucker to Mike Doss, Mike Doss to A.J. Kirk, baby. I'm sure that helped a little bit, right? That's got to help a little bit. But with all that said, that's insane that he's kind of off the radar here on on these recruiting sites. But I digress. All other things considered... Spartan's got a new one, baby. Spartan's got a great one. Spartan's got a fantastic <laughs> one. Woo! I honestly have no idea what to make of this. So the, the let me just start with this. Mm-hmm. His recruiting pages make no sense because no. even if he's not someone who is, you know, generating a ton of interest, right? He's a mm-hmm. mid three-star, low to mid three-star, right? Let's just say that he's that. Sure. Kids like that uh, from Ohio are going to report like a dozen MAC offers. Like every team in the every team in the MAC is going to offer them. Maybe Purdue, maybe Indiana, maybe Michigan State, maybe mm-hmm. Iowa. Right, some of the mid tier Big Ten teams. Rutgers maybe tries to get in there. For sure. Uh, West Virginia always tosses those kids offers. Maybe Kentucky too. Yeah. There's at least three, four, five, power five offers, and then all the the FBS offers from Cincinnati, you know, schools like that, right? Mm-hmm. A kid like that has a fully completed page, right? Like yes. all the information you need is there. All their offers are usually there. Even if they're the, the 1200th player in the class, the 987th player in the class, and it's all there. Like mm-hmm. these sites do a phenomenal job tracking these kids 
whether they are top 50 recruits or fringe like power five slash Mac slash Cincinnati type players, right? So you're going right. to go play in the American athletic conference. Like these kids are always on the radar. It makes no sense. Yeah. Or even, sorry, go on. Okay. No, I would say even if he was someone who was uh, just a uh, camp miss as a freshman, sophomore, huge uh, getting offers from everywhere. And then it just sort of tailed off for whatever reason, mm-hmm. even kids like that, it's still like they still have composite numbers, and he has composite numbers. He just doesn't have a composite rank, and he's got a twenty four seven sports number. He doesn't have a twenty four seven sports rank. Like he's an eighty six. That's pretty solid. What what is that eighty six rank in the state of Ohio? Na not available. I have no idea why he's not even in like he's not even listed as in the class of twenty twenty one. I don't no. know what's going on. Well, and you kind of led to it earlier, like, let's say, yeah, he did have all these offers back in the day. Because usually when you see a three-star get all these great offers, they're a late bloomer, right? I I think that's safe to say that, like, oh, this guy's actually going to be better than what his rating is. He was offered by Michigan two years ago. He was offered by Ohio State last summer. Like, he's... He's been offered by these programs. Like, he he was on the radar as a freshman, as a sophomore, going into his junior year. I'm like, I I am baffled. But once again, we don't get all the flashy numbers that we, of course, like to enjoy on 247. But you know what? We got words, and those words are school names, and those school names are Power 5 powerhouses that are offering this kid. And uh, MSU, snatched. Snatched him. Right from there. That's big time. His Twitter header photo. His Twitter header photo is of Ohio State Stadium with the with the, the field storm. That's a great snag by Mel Tucker right there. That's big time. All things were considered. I mean, all things were pointing to this kid going to OSU uh, on, until he didn't. So, yeah, baby. Woo. All right. That's our, what, 40th uh, defensive back for this class, too, right? 47th. 47th, that's right. Got it. Yeah, he's he's not very active on social media. Like 15 weeks ago, he posted a picture of him in Florida gear. Probably. Gotcha. Okay. He took a visit to Florida. Florida had offered him um, doing all the recruiting stuff. And then, like, I don't know. It just, it's a really, it's different, I guess, is the easiest way to say it. It's just different than your typical thing. I have no idea if he's underrated, overrated. Properly rated, like he's he's an 85 in the composite. That's like solid, not Mm -hmm. spectacular, but his offer list suggests spectacular. I don't know, Matt. It doesn't make sense. Eh. It it doesn't make sense. (laughs) Want to riff about Uh, it again still in the next segment or? No. You know what else doesn't make sense? Hmm. Go on. Well, did you, real quick. Yeah. Usually I watch the film. Did you watch film? Um, I did. Yeah, I, I saw like a sophomore highlight package and then like a quick uh, junior year package from him as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. ESPN has him as a four star. I just popped over to ESPN. Hey, nice. ESPN throwing us a bone. All right. Five, there we go. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. So sixteen offers on his ESPN page. Ohio State or Michigan State's not on there, but all the other schools are. I have no idea. Ah, who knows? Who's to say? It's, it's strange. But hey, that's a nice, nice get maybe. Big surprise. We'll see. We'll see. I think there might have been an injury in his history that uh, cooled some people, but uh, Alan True said it could be a steal uh, in his post over at 24-7 Sports. So, all right. When we come back, we're going to talk about quarterbacks, Matt. We've got a lot to talk about with uh, whatever the hell is going to go on under center mm-hmm. at Michigan State this year. But first, a word from Built Go. Built Go. Very similar to Built Bar, but it's Built Go. It what is makes a it different, different Will? It is a different product, Matt. It's you know a great about product, Built though. Bar. This is not Built Bar. Same company, but this is Built 
go. Absolutely. I love this. I actually have another one the other day. Chocolate coconut. Oh, my goodness. Great. Slaps. God, I love these things. If you run into a situation in your everyday life, like maybe... You know, you got to go run or you want to get a workout in or you're just dragging and you're not feeling it. Built Go is going to help you break through that wall. It is a replacement for your energy drink and your protein shake. It is energy and protein sustained in an easy to eat one and a half ounce package. It is this like delicious. It's like one of those energy gel packets, Matt. But tasty, usually, right? Yeah, they usually taste like. I've had them before. You've had them before. They are yeah. not great. Dumpster sludge, right? Yeah, dumpster sludge. Perfect. These are not that. No. Built Go has somehow changed it. Like Built Bar crushed the protein bar game, and now Built Go is absolutely crushing the energy gel game. It is like a five-hour energy without the same crash feeling. It's natural, so it's better for your body. There's three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey, peanut butter, honey, peanut butter, honey, peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, and chocolate milk it is absolutely fantastic chocolate mint chocolate Combines. mint chocolate mint sorry what did i say milk chocolate milk did which i say is? chocolate milk god i'm crushing this read ah you're doing great don't don't worry about it. you know what you need you need a built go right now <laughs> i do need a built go uh it combines energy gel with collagen protein which means it is fast absorbed gets into your system fast has all these great energy what vitamins b6 b12 that absolutely crush it on the energy level sustained energy natural, healthy, good stuff, and a ton of protein as well, and a kick of caffeine. Visit BuiltGo.com. Use promo code LOCKED, one word LOCKED, and you'll get 30% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED for 30% off at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. All righty. Let's have a dialogue. Let's continue a dialogue about quarterbacks. Could this be fun, or is this just as sad as it could be right now? Um, here's my perspective. Okay, the the um with the lawn pause after said it all. I think, but yeah, go go on. I am choosing to approach this quarterback battle. From the optimistic perspective. Okay. I'm going glass half full. Okay. Part of that is like, How? hey. right. <laughs> we're, I, I truly, genuinely am like in on year zero. I'm buying in on the be. Tucker yeah. era, on a rebuild. Mm-hmm. I do think there's talent on this roster. Like we've talked about before. It's not a bare cupboard. They're, the numbers, they're fifth or sixth in the Big Ten and recruiting talent on current rosters, right? Ohio State's in a league of their own. Michigan and Penn State are good. Sure. And then it's Wisconsin, Nebraska, Michigan State, and Maryland are all kind of jammed into each other. So mm-hmm. there's not this huge talent discrepancy. It's just a lot of inexperienced guys that, you know, in a year or two could be really awesome. Julian Barnett, Devontae Dobbs, top 50-ish recruits, right? There's, there's good football players on this roster. Mm-hmm. This just might be a transitional year. I'm truly buying into... That this is a year to lay a foundation to build on something, win seven, eight games next year, and then two years down the road, competing for double-digit wins. So with that sort of mindset guiding me, okay. I just want to I want to see the different options. I want to see how these guys play. 
if it's a situation where somebody comes out and absolutely wins the job, we've we sort of talked about this in the spring. Like, what do we want from the quarterback uh, battle? And our answer was basically like clarity. We want someone to win the job. It doesn't matter who. If that happens, and it's like, yeah, it's Rocky. It's been Rocky the whole time. Rocky is the guy. Then I'll be like, okay, that's good. Hopefully, it's not because he's mediocre and the other two are terrible. <laughs> Hopefully it's because yeah. he's taken some steps forward, and if that's the case, fine. That's that's great. Uh, I would feel comfortable. I would feel like, all right, Rocky's taken some steps. Let's see what happens this year. If it works out good, you know, and then you got a, a senior quarterback coming back next season, coming off his first full year starting, and like, okay, that's a team that could win seven or eight games, right? In theory. I with like the, that. Treat with like the skill a, talent, yeah, with the skill talent around him, it's like you you could still build for for the future with Rocky. Like he's got two years, right? Next year's a really important year too. Sure. And if Rocky's the guy, it's not like oh no, the future is being sacrificed. If it's Theo Day or if it's Peyton Thorn, that both kind of run away with either one runs away with it. Then you're all looking the at it like yeah, yeah. I feel if Peyton Thorne wins the job, awesome. Like a redshirt freshman is like the guy. He must be pretty talented. Sure. They must feel really good about his future. Let's look two years down the road. Like this could be one of the better quarterbacks in the conference, and maybe this is a team that can win 10 games. You could say the same, the same thing about Theo Day if you're building around a young quarterback like that with a few years left. So if someone comes out and wins the job, I think regardless of who it is, I think there's upside there, and I think that's good. Mm-hmm. Now, if no one wins the job, and it's in and out, in and out, you get a series, you get two series, you get a half. Yeah, and by week six, it's just Eli Collins running Wildcat as the main <laughs> uh, offense, right? Yeah, there's certainly a downside to that, right, if it's just nobody ever figures it out. I would say so, yeah, that, that would be a bummer. <laughs> but the, the, con- the, the, I don't know, the contrary, the, the argument against that, on the, cr- on the contrary, Mm-hmm. It's year zero. Peyton Thorne still has time to figure it out. Yeah. Maybe, Not, maybe nine it's game too, preseason. Nine yeah. game preseason. Year, maybe year zero. Yeah. Maybe it's too late for Rocky. Theo Day, maybe it's too late. Maybe it's not. If he's not good this year, he'll still be a red shirt, super red shirt sophomore next year. If you know, if Theo Day is like, oh, you know, there's some flashes. Week seven, week eight, Theo Day had some moments. Hey, there might be something there, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not a total disaster if it doesn't totally get sorted out this year. It's not great, but it's not a total disaster. And then you always have the upside option of like, all right, we're shuffling, we're shuffling, we're shuffling. Lombardi's playing the most, but it's not great. Day gets some opportunities. Thorne gets some opportunities. It's week seven. It's week eight. It's week nine. All right, the young guys are going to go, oh, man, Peyton Thorne's starting to look pretty good. He's gotten three games in a row now. He's He's the starter, like. Theo Day, we're gonna let him start week seven. This is a two and five team. Let's build for the future, right? So, like, you get, I don't know, almost junk time, like tanking. You, you know how teams tank this last fifteen games in the NBA, and it's just a bunch of young guys. Like, let's see if anything sticks. Like, if it's not going well with Rocky, if it's not going well with the quarterbacks, you might get yourself some garbage time, junk time last two or three games where you really can get a good look at the young guys. And that's not a bad outcome either, right? Mm-hmm. If you get three games to look at Theo Day or three games to look at Peyton Thorne, you can see, like, all right, there's something here. Or eh, we might need to get a transfer to bridge the gap to Hamp Fay, right? Right. Uh, and okay, so that kind of leads you to, like, a hypothetical. It might be a quick answer. 
So you have two options that I'm going to give. You either get to watch Rocky be mediocre all season. All nine games is just Rocky eh, putting up numbers, technically, but nothing that's too flashy or impressive. Or would you rather watch Day slash Thorn, either one of those guys, be a shade under mediocre all season, but you know you're getting reps and you know that that's the guy of the future? Like, what would you rather have right now? If it's, like, negligible... Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the younger guys. Okay. That, I kind of like, like that, too. Don't for the future, case, baby. And honestly, like, you could say the same thing about center. Like, I think Matt Allen and Nick Samak are pretty close to the same level right sure. now. Mm-hmm. I get Allen's been there a while, program guy, chance to be a captain for sure. I'm still really going to be like, oh, I kind of want to go with the younger guy to build for the future. Let's say that Rocky gets you to a four and five season, but uh, Day slash Thorn get you to a three and six season. Ne- not, negligible, you think? Or? Yeah, it's not even a big enough difference. Exactly. If one of them's That's like kind one of or two too. wins, then I'm probably like... Yeah, two it's a little dicey then. Because <laughs> yeah, that means you're losing a... either Maryland, Rutgers, or Northwestern. And yeah, we don't want any of those. I can. I, I think Mel Tucker can build on four and five. If Rocky's the quarterback and the team goes four and five... We can project out to a 12-game season and be like, all right, slightly below 500 this year. Improvement suggests maybe you know they're not going to lose a ton. That's slightly to maybe a little bit more than slightly above average. Trying to go seven and five, trying to go eight and five if you win your bowl game, right? That's mm-hmm. you can go from four and five in a, a mini season to realistically thinking we can win eight games next year, and if that's rocky then I think that's a good job sort of bridging to the future, and you hope by then some of the young, talented guys are starting to really make a name for themselves. You've got um, like a, a two rounds of recruiting in with Mel Tucker. There's some momentum built, like, hey, we're already back up to eight wins. We're going to get this thing rolling, and you can feel good about the future. So I think something around 500 uh, is worth it to sort of, I don't know, sacrifice getting a young guy in there, right? If mm-hmm. Rocky's better enough than Peyton Thorne to go 4-5, and five, where Thorne would go 2-7, and seven, I'm going to take the 4-5, and five, and we'll see where we're at with Peyton Thorne in a year or two if he stays around. All fair. I got one other thing, too, but I think we can tackle this next segment. Yeah, let's pause here. We'll come right back, and we will tackle whatever it is you have, and then um, we can. I think we should talk about kind of what, I don't know, skill sets maybe and what we think could work out the best moving forward so we'll do that here in just a second okay matt what is your last thing yeah you wanted to get to so tell me if this is the stockholm syndrome talking well mm-hmm. tell, tell me if this is my just delusional dumb fan brain over here it is <sighs> well why do i feel like i want to say this is kind of a clean slate year for rocky why, why do i want to say that because actually here's why i want to say it i'll tell you why i want to say that yeah last year whatever he got put in for three games I, I i can't judge much off of that okay i go back to 2018 and if you knew me around 2018 2019 if i ran into you in the grocery store and i didn't even know you i, I still bitched at you for 20 minutes minimum about how he was treated with the whole injury situation with Lewerke and everything. Mm-hmm. He gets put in Purdue. Looks pretty good then. 
inexplicably gets benched so they could put in Brian Lewerke again for the Maryland game. Oh, okay, you know, you're going to go back in for the Ohio State game when it's very clear that Lewerke is still hurt and not right. By then, the confidence is shot. Okay, they start him in the 45-mile-an-hour uh, win snowstorm in Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, the 15-for-41 throwing line didn't look good. Not sure how many quarterbacks would have had a great line then. Rutgers, 19-for-43. Don't really have any excuse for that. Uh, that was a bad one. New coaching staff, I mean, of course, new receivers too. I don't know how beneficial that is. Uh, but I, I feel like this is kind of a clean slate year. I, I don't want to say he really got serious reps last year. How many passes did he throw last year? 21 passes is what I'm looking yeah. at. Completely like am I absolutely... Seven. Seven. Se- seven. Um, well, uh, no, nine of them if you count the two interceptions. So nine passes hey, were caught, we seven by Spartans, uh, one by a Nittany Lion and one by a Badger. Anyway, um, what that's, is, is that absolutely insane to have a shred of hope for thinking that this new regime and finally maybe a new offseason or honestly two years since he has started serious games? Like, Is, is that... Absolutely insane, or just ins- just like minor insane thinking on my part. Funny, you should ask. Oh, oh, all right. A couple weeks ago, I wrote a very long piece about how I would build an offense around Rocky Lombardi. Spartansworld.substack.com. Ah. One L. Here is half a paragraph from that. Are you ready? Please go on. Lombardi dropping back to pass has been rough, but it certainly hasn't been all his fault in that department. As Mm -hmm. a redshirt freshman, he was asked to do things he didn't have the ability to do behind a makeshift line with injured receivers by a staff that took a hammer to his and Brian Lewerke's psyche during the great quarterback bungle of 2018. I still can't believe that happened. Not to mention his 2019 action was in mop-up blowout duty against Wisconsin, a.k.a. let's get the bleep out of here mode, yep. and against Penn State, also in blowout duty, during a driving rainstorm. So I take his numbers with a grain of salt, as should you. That's way more eloquently said than uh, what I just ran through. So, well done. You you should write a newsletter. I wow. should. Wow. Um. And I also say that doesn't mean his passing's been good. It hasn't. It's been bad. He's always struggled with accuracy. His pocket management leaves a lot to be desired, and his mechanics tend to fall apart during games. So yeah, I'm not going to say he's like Justin Herbert in the flesh or anything like that, or um, yeah. Cam Newton, because that's the other quarterback uh, yeah. in Michigan, of course. Tim but Tebow. still, I, is is he maybe Vince he's Young? not actually as bad as we all rep? That's the comparison I was looking for. Thank you. I wanted something mild, something uh, not <laughs> not pressure driven. So yeah, Vy is perfect. Um, so, yeah, like, maybe maybe he's not as bad as, like, everyone remembers him, and the new coaching swap can uh, certainly not hurt things, because I, quite frankly, if you do look at, you know, the last games that he did actually play, does it get any worse? Probably not. I am willing to... Come in with an open mind? Yes. Same. That's a good way to say it. I'm yeah. not going to totally wipe this clean, the slate clean. I like I... that. Okay. Still worry about his mechanics. I still worry about his feel in the pocket. Like, he really can break down and, like, what are you doing? There's no pressure there. Why are you throwing off that foot? Like, what are you mm-hmm. doing? Like, mm-hmm. there's. I still need to see that that's been corrected. But I'm not going to be crushing him going into Rutgers week one. If he's a starter thinking, like, this dude sucks. He can't do it. Like, I would like to see it first. Okay. I want to see his mechanics and a weather forecast for that day to get the accurate <laughs> yes. 
painting of, of how he does, yes. I'm willing to give him a chance. I think there's a lot of physical gifts there. He is a bull. He's very mm-hmm. strong. He, as mm-hmm. a redshirt freshman, was stiff-arming middle linebackers. It was great. Against Purdue, right? Yeah. He can be a very strong and powerful runner, and that is a big deal in college football. He has an absolute cannon for an arm. Sometimes too strong, but yeah. <laughs> Many times too strong, but if you build around it and use it, and hey, they got a couple really fast receivers, mm-hmm. you know, run the ball, be physical, uncork some deep balls, that can work. So I, I, I see a path to success as an offense with Rocky Lombardi there. If he's the guy, I'm willing to give it a shot, and I'm not going to like jump off the cliff or, or bail on it immediately. Yeah, like, there's a lot going on this offseason. Now, if we get two and a half games in and it's just not clicking, I'm assuming other people have been you know, taking some reps at this point. I'm good pulling the plug on it then, right? Mm-hmm. Two, three sure. games. Let's give Theo a chance to start. Let's give Thorne a chance to start, and we'll we'll shuffle the deck chairs, so to speak. Hopefully not. Hopefully we're not shuffling deck chairs on the Titanic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but just you know, we're playing musical chairs at quarterback. But I, I am willing. Whoever wins the job, you know, I'm willing to give them a handful of games. And if it's one of the younger guys, you know, give Thorne the whole season if he wins it. If he's the guy out of camp. If the redshirt freshman wins the job, I think you got to just stick with them the whole way. But one of the other two guys, you got to give them a few games. I'm not holding 2018 against Lombardi, but I, I still am worried about him, and we haven't even seen Theo Day do a damn thing. So, uh, two for three passing, 12 yards in his career. Not a lot to uh, take away yeah. from hey, that. Two for three, though. Two for three. Not we're bad. In the, we're in the black. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're north of 50. <laughs> Well, there we go. Four yards per attempt. Mm, look at that. Gunner. <laughs> um, yeah, so you got to okay give with... at least Lombardi week three I, at, yeah. at Iowa back in the hometown. If he doesn't get it done there, then okay. <laughs> then then when uh, the Hoosiers come up to East Lansing week if four, th- that, if that's Thorne wins the job around. out of camp, you just run with him the whole season regardless, unless it's just like, yeah, this is never going to work. Mm-hmm. What about day? Because he's kind of in the middle there. Although, you know, like, we got to keep reminding us, like, next year, Theo Day, still a sophomore. Yeah, that's insane. He he was in college when I was in college. He's, he's been there for <laughs> seven years, and he's a sophomore. That's insane. Um, I don't know. What would surprise you the most on opening day? Team walks out onto the field, and it's Day in the huddle or Thorn in the huddle? Like, who who do you think is, is second right now if you had to be a gambling man? Uh, I So I did a depth chart piece, spartanswill.substack.com. Thanks Plug, for reading. Plug away. Yeah, that's I, the one I missed. I'm feeling really good about that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I did uh, I did Lombardi Day Thorn. Okay. And it, it, I, it, I do explainers like after it. And I just mm-hmm. said I just went boring and straightforward for this. I've heard good things, bad things from everyone. There's been some good moments, some bad moments. Teeny, tiny, teeny little bit of buzz that Peyton Thorn is, is turning some heads. Okay. Theo Day That's maybe, all I need to see. Yeah. maybe had a nice moment or two, but has also had some really bad moments. Oh, so like Jameis. Okay, got it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Jameis Winston. That'd be fun. Uh, so I don't know. I just went in chronological order. Okay. It could be or, or, if you if you really ask me. Like Lombardi uh, or Day or Thorn is very... Very realistic. I need so. to get triple ord next week when the death tower comes out. Need to get triple. Do you think ord. we get one? I don't think we get one. This is a saving. No, nah, we probably man. don't. I don't know if I don't know if they do that. 
No, pro- probably not. I'm getting my hopes up for nothing. But but if if there's a death chart, I get I got to be triple ord. I'm with you. All right, that's going to do it for us here on another edition of Lockdown Spartans. Matt, what are we talking about tomorrow? Uh, I was just going to pull that up, and of course I am not even on the correct page for that. We are going to talk about another position group. God, why am I so unorganized? Oh <laughs> it's my okay. God, what's wrong with me? No, while you get that up, I, yeah. I just want to point out tallysite.com slash CFB slash rankings. If you want to go there and check it out, uh, you'll see a familiar name in the number two spot of all the college football uh predictor power rankings map it's not me it's not my it's not name you. it's not you yeah tallysite.com if you want to follow matt and i we're doing picks against the spread all year uh and they do they track it and they have your percentage and then they actually come up with a thing called sports iq that i don't know the 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 formula but it measures how smart you are as a sports fan i guess Sure. And, uh, yeah, your boy's up there at number two somehow. It will not last. So mm. hopefully you got on the train for the first three weeks. 58%, Matt, crushing it. What'd you do week one? Uh, nothing good. I think I went four and seven, perhaps. I think you went four and seven. That's But, no, I went five and six because I'm counting the under <laughs> in Texas, Oklahoma, and I want the record to show that, so... Five Fair and enough. six, yeah. What are we talking about tomorrow? Well, how could I possibly forget that it's Thick Thursday tomorrow? Oh, it is it, it's Thursday. Big Thursday tomorrow. We're, t- we're talking D-line, baby. Hell yeah, we are. All right. Join us tomorrow. We'll be talking about the big uglies, the war daddies, the defensive front for your Michigan State Spartans. Reminded to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcast. Matt, take us home. Thick Thursday. Stay tuned, baby. Oh, it's going to be thick with three C's. Three C's thick.